0: In November, including one that pits religious freedom against gay rights, and another involving the fate of Obamacare. One week before the election, and Joe Biden has big
1: plans. I'm going to, go to Iowa. I'm going to Wisconsin. I'm going to Georgia. I'm going to Florida, and maybe other places as well. Reason why it looks like we're not traveling? We're not.
0: President Trump holds rallies in Michigan, Wisconsin, and Nebraska today. Chaos in Philadelphia after police shot a black man with a knife to death corresponding Jerika Duncan. Not long after the shooting, protesters demanded answers yeah. from the police. Get some <laughs> answers, to like, for real. Man, Later in the night, dozens were arrested as demonstrations turned violent, resulting in 30 officers being injured, with one suffering a broken leg after being struck by a vehicle. He had a Oh my God, he had a we need to stop pulling our guns
1: first and pull their tazers first. It would be less killing.
0: More heartbreak in Southern California where new wildfires are burning out of control. KCBS TV's Michelle Gilla is in Orange County where 95,000 people have been forced from their homes. This
2: is a
0: as the wind raged and the Silverado fire burned out of control in Orange County, people loaded possessions into their cars. I'm a little stressed. Um, I got a dog to worry about now two firefighters are in critical condition. COVID outbreak in L.A. is being linked to Lakers fans and NBA watch parties as cases continue to rise across the country. CBS's Cammie McCormick. Minnesota's governor is warning that state is at a critical juncture. In South Dakota, nearly half of the state's prisoners have tested positive. In Illinois, the governor says a COVID storm is on the rise. Kansas has reported record highs for seven days. A large study from the U.K. shows COVID antibodies wear off over time. Time. Dow futures up 37. This is CBS News.
3: These days, better nutrition and stronger immunity are essential. That's why Eggland's Best gives you and your family more, so we can all be at our very best. Only Eggland's Best. I'm Dr. Stork. Today, stronger immunity and better nutrition are more important than ever. That's why Eggland's Best gives you and your family more. Compared to ordinary eggs, Eggland's Best provides six times more vitamin D and ten times more vitamin E all helping you maintain a strong immune system and better overall health. Plus, you get all that farm-fresh, delicious taste. These are no ordinary times, so why choose an ordinary egg? Only egg lands best. Better taste, better nutrition, better eggs.
4: Microban 24 protects against Staphylococcus aureus and Enterobacter aerogenes bacteria, but does not provide 24-hour protection against viruses. <laughs> Every time you touch a surface, you leave behind bacteria. To keep surfaces sanitized all day, use Microband 24. Spray on hard surfaces to kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria initially. Once dry, Microband 24 is effective for 24 hours on bacteria when used as directed. Microband 24 Sanitizing Spray, Bathroom, and Multi-Surface
0: Cleaner. A lot of people are maxing out on logons. See, Nancy Insure.
1: What's been interesting about internet usage during the pandemic is that we have used a ton more data at home, but it appears as though the networks are able to handle it. And for the most part, things have been going pretty smoothly. That's not a guarantee that it will stay that way, particularly as we enter the winter months and we're all really stuck inside. But hopefully it's a good sign that internet service providers are going to cut us all some slack and not charge us extra fees if we go over these data caps like they typically do.
0: Let this serve as a warning, Americans. (laughs) Health officials in Canada are blaming Thanksgiving gatherings for a rise in coronavirus cases north of the border, where they celebrated two weeks ago. At least 13 COVID cases in a suburb of Toronto have been linked to a large family dinner. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News
4: science shows that your immune system is highly affected by what you eat so why not eat healthy fruits and vegetables contain the best chemistry for bolstering your immune system against all kinds of threats such as viruses and bacteria that's why dr. Douglas Howard scientifically formulated balance of nature balance of nature contains a powerful variety of fruits and vegetables we flash dry the whole produce and grind them into a powder before delivering them to you in a convenient capsule form unlike other supplements we use whole produce we don't have to add back in any vitamins or chemicals to bolster its nutritional value. They are all there, just as Mother Nature intended. This method preserves all the nutrition and keeps the natural chemistry that can only be found in whole fruits and vegetables. Give your body the full effect of eating a wide array of whole fruits and vegetables with a blend that is designed with your immune system in mind. Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off any new preferred order. Call 800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code FRUITS.
3: In today's world, the last thing you need is a broken cell phone. If you've got equipment in need of repair, Athens Cell Phone and Electronic Repair is here to help. Athens Electronic Repair services all brands of electronics, cell phones, tablets, game systems, and more. Plus, during the health crisis, Athens Cell Phone and Electronic Repair offers home pickup and delivery and a contact-free drop-off kiosk outside the store. Don't work from home with a busted computer. Call... Electronic repair at 7405901677 or visit the shop at 386 Richland Avenue, Athens.
1: Any day of the week, the Red Brick Tavern has a special for you. 50-cent domestic draft pints on Monday, $2 margaritas on Tuesday. Stop by Wednesdays for $2.50 Jack Daniels and Thursdays for $2 draft Mega mugs. Red Brick has $2 White Claw Fridays and $1 Well Rum on Saturdays. Sunday Brick Break Happy Hours from open all the way to 9. Follow Red Brick Athens on Twitter and Facebook for the most up-to-date information. The Red Brick Tavern, your hometown bar for the Cincinnati Bengals. Great drinks,
0: great wings, great prices, great times.
3: Since 1972, Dan Inman Electric has been providing professional solutions at fair prices. Whether it is dedicating a line for your computer, running all their electric lines, installing new lighting, air services, ductwork for distributing the best heating and cooling throughout your home, or complete HVAC system installations for the home or office, Dan Inman Electric can hook you up. Consider a backup generator for those untimely Southeast Ohio power outages. Call Dan Inman Electric 740-593-8813. That's Dan Inman Electric 740-593-8813.
1: Hi, it's Randy and Boots from the Auto Smarts Radio Network. And why should you listen to our show on this station? Well, Boots is a man of many talents and has knowledge you won't believe. Just listen. Hey, Boots, what's your favorite thing to talk about? Cars. Rick Kasich was a lead singer of what band? About cars. What was Gary Newnan's biggest selling song? Cars. Who was the all-time leading scorer in Notre Dame basketball history? Cars. That's right, Austin Carr. Anything you'd like to add? Cars, cars, cars. 57 Chevy. Cars. That's Auto Smarts, Friday afternoons at 106 cars. on 970 WATH UH and 97.1 FM. 57 Chevy. cars, cars.
4: Cars. There's something strange They're looking under your bed. Who are you going to call? Dustbusters! Athens Dustbusters are a licensed, bonded, husband-and-wife team that offer up top-of-the-line janitorial services at great prices, and they serve commercial and residences across southeast Ohio. As the seasons change, don't worry about the cleanup. Call Athens Dustbusters at 740-541-7113 for a free quote. But don't just think our word about the Athens Dustbusters. Hi, I'm Sam.
5: And I'm John. And we're
4: since
2: Dustbusters, and we will bust your dust.
3: In our 70th year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970
0: and 97.1 FM. ATH
1: Tech football team played an opponent this week that you didn't really have much time to prepare for. Either. That's right. You know, we was playing the folks over to East Springfield Polytechnic. They were on the schedule, and we was making up the schedule prior to the season even starting. We thought that we was going to be playing a real prestigious uh, opponent this week, the Georgia Institute. Field Power Polytechnic, the Bills over to ESP, called up and said they figured that we was going to play a ball game this week and they wanted to play it. It certainly was a coincidence when they called looking for a ball game. Well, just prior to that, It was real amazing because uh, just prior to that, the folks over to TGI called said they wasn't coming, and Coach uh, uh, Benzing, Brains Benzing, over to ESP called and says, Coach, Coach, I know that you're looking for a ball game this week and I want to come over and play y'all. And I'm just wondering, Coach, what kind of game was it? It was a fine ball game, you know. I am real pleased with that. the world. The equipped themselves up on, on the football field, you know, they did play a real fine ball game on offense. And- of course, now I am real pleased about the way they played on defense. They gave a real fine effort. And of course, all the boys who played on special teams, they gave a real fine effort as well. And of course, the Oilers did play a fine ball game. And I do want to point out that everybody over to ESP gave a real fine effort as well. They played a fine ball game. So, what all the fans, what came over to the ball game, over to the half shell stadium, scene, when everything was all over, said and done with, was a fine ball game. Well, Coach, can we report that the Oysters picked up their first win of the season? Well, you can report that if you wanted, but uh, you'd be in gross error. You know, I'm, I'm real ashamed of, of of the way the score turned out. But I do want to point out to all the fans that the score is not indicative by the way that we played, because we played a whole lot better than the score would indicate. What was that score, Coach? Well, we got beat 46 and zip. And I'll be back with Coach Turf right after this message. Well, Coach Turf, a 46 to nothing loss, I know it was a difficult uh, chore getting ready for a team that you only knew one day in advance you were going to be playing. That's right, right. You know, it we wasn't real easy to get ready for a, a ball game, which you only knew a day ahead of time you was going to be playing. But, you know, that's one of the things that makes football a great game it is. You know, that's one of the things you got to expect when you get into this great business uh, of coaching football. You know, uh, preparing for ball games and, and relating to the unexpected just goes along with fumbles and interceptions. As you got to expect that, that life ain't going to be, you no know, uh uh smooth road. It's going to have a few bumps and potholes, and uh, I believe we found all of them this week. How would you compare the ESP team to some of the better teams in the six-pack conference? Well, I'm glad you asked me that question because, you know, uh, uh, what, what Coach uh, uh, Benzinger come up to me and said after the ball game, he says, Coach, you know, you've got a real fine ball club, and, and I know mean, you got some real fine ball clubs in your conference, and we was wondering if maybe we could come into the conference next year. And what did you tell him, Coach? Well, whoever heard of a seven-pack.
3: for the next thrill pack interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of MX Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf.
5: Well, good morning.
1: <laughs>
5: <sighs> I was napping in the back room. Or my offices. And Scott, I heard Scott's footsteps and woke up and he said, Coach Art Turf is playing. Oh, folks. I apologize.
2: Anyway. I said, you're missing Art Turf. Yeah. That was his wake-up call. That would wake up anyone.
5: Let me tell you what's going on. (laughs) Um... This is a fun place to work. But we have all sorts of things that we make changing and improving and everything. And it's it's all consuming. And um, in in the end, everything will be so much nicer. It's nice now, but it'll just be nicer. And it's, but it's also exhausting. Now add to the fact that, as I think you folks are aware, if you've been listening the last few days, my wife left for California one week ago today. What what are the hands, What are you doing back there?
2: Machine and I are communicating okay. with. Nonverbal communication
5: okay. through the double window panes. We're so good at nonverbal on the radio. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you are. <laughs> anyway, um, so, you know, we have our son Paul, <clears throat> my stepson, Pat's son. And he has a, a 15-year-old, or is it a 16-year-old? Anyway, Cole, who's an ace soccer player. And then um, his wife, Kanye V, from Thailand, and his daughter, Brianna, um, who is four, I think. She might be five. So Pat went out to visit them for a month or so. She hasn't seen them really in person for over a year. And this whole COVID thing had postponed any number of planned trips. But finally she said, I can't wait any longer. Okay, so they live in Irvine, California. California. She calls me yesterday and says, um, we're evacuating. Oh, and my. Yeah. There's a big fire. And uh, she said, we're, we're packing each one suitcase. We're taking two cars, and we're going to Paul's, um, let's see, what would it be, half-sister? I don't know. I get this all mixed up sometimes, these names for different levels of... Anyway, half-sister, uh, half, half South, who lives farther away from the fire. At the time she called, which was maybe two in the afternoon, it was that it was a... Um, what do you call it? Highly suggested that they... Evacuate. By five o'clock, it was mandatory for the address at which they live. And um, so she got down there um, um, and was enjoying um, that family as well as her own. But mercy. There is this huge fire. Let me whip out my phone here and see if I have it in my system still going. Yeah, here it is.
2: That is uh, Orange County?
5: Yeah. So it's the Silverado fire. Now... Um, Scott, let me step up here, if you would. Okay. You're going to be the eyes for everybody. Okay. So, wherever it's red is mandatory evacuation. Right. Wherever it's yellow, it's highly suggested. Now, you see this word evacuation order? Yes. Okay. Okay. Their home. Whoops. I messed up. Well, their home was right under the word, the D, in that word order. Okay. Yeah. They live on uh, 68 Marblewood or something like that. Marble something or other. So, um, you know, it it makes you wonder, what the hell is going on? And, you know, will the fire get there? And, you know, will... Will she, if it does, now think Think of all these people that, you know, the roads were jammed. At one point, she called and said, we're in traffic, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know where all these people are going. I assume to friends or neighbors. Well, not necessarily neighbors, but uh, because they would be affected, too, if it's in the same area. Yeah. But to friends' friends' homes, families' homes, uh, some, you know, that are farther away, distant from the fires. Good Samaritans, hopefully.
2: Sure. Taking in some.
5: Well, anyway, so, um, you know, there's a three-hour time difference, and... um, so where it's uh, 9.20 here, it's 6.20 there. And in a little while, I'll probably start to hear some more chatter from the family. But um, she was in the back seat of, um, you know, the family has two cars. And Paul and Cole were in one with some luggage. And Kanye V and Pat were in another with Rihanna. And two little puppies, right? And Pat and these puppies have really gotten close just in the last few days. Because we're pet people anyway. Yeah. So, uh, fun, fun time. But lots going on. And uh, Mercy... We're having a good time at the station, too, because there's a lot going on here. Oh, boy. A lot of of, um, interesting um, things. um, Like today. Um, Let's see. Is it today or tomorrow? Well, today, they're out at the AM transmitter. We're doing a little bit of work. Tomorrow, I think mid-morning, WXTQ will come off the air for about an hour and a half, and they're going to... uh, do some improvement which by the way if it achieves what we think it will will make our signal much stronger and uh, we're trying to get that all done we finally figured out what it was that was causing our signal not to be as strong as it used to be initially we thought it was a new station that had been put on the air somewhere over in West Virginia that was what would you call it interfering But then we decided, no, when you check all the readings and everything, we're just not putting out all the power we're supposed to be. So we got some new parts and widgets, and those will be installed tomorrow mid-morning. So tomorrow mid-morning, right after the Dave Machine show, um, he finishes at 10, I think. Uh, That station will come off the air for about an hour and a half while um, Harry and Dave and a couple of our staffers install some new stuff. Parts. Not new equipment, just parts. You know, in a transmitter, we have tubes. Now, when you think of tubes, you'd think of glass. These tubes are made out of Aluminum casings. And um, one tube, um, what we call our final tube, the the one that puts out the most power, is larger than a two-meter bottle. And it's a hell of a lot more expensive than a two-liter bottle, I might add. Several thousand dollars. Uh, Then you have some smaller tubes that feed it. And they too are made out of aluminum. And uh, they have filaments inside and everything. And Those tubes run about $800 a piece. Anyway. Crazy, crazy world. Yeah. Well, we'll get a
2: lot more reach. Yep. In the Power 105 signal, yeah. folks that may have been trying to listen in but weren't well, quite able we, to we, get
5: it. We actually had people let us say, uh, let us know that, uh, oh, where would be a good example? Like... Um, Tupper's Plains is one I heard. Southeast. Yeah, which would be, yep. Okay. Uh, having a little... Trouble—it's—it wasn't as perfectly clear as normal, uh, and that's because of a station farther southeast that is kind of new on the air. Um, on the same frequency, interfering. But you see, you, you're allowed a certain degree of interference, and we weren't putting out our full signal, and that's why, right? Yeah. So.
2: So it just opened up that area anyway for the other signal that's right exactly
5: well, good morning folks uh gee enough about my life uh today it's a uh, nine twenty five in the morning and uh, today is october twenty seventh um, let's see what's important about this day number of things first of all, it's real short as far as today is this or that. Uh, Let me just start with the fact that today is National American Beer Day. (laughs) Yeah. Pass me a beer there, Scott.
2: I don't know where they are. (laughs) How about
5: a coffee? Coffee. 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 Hey, look, look. Yeah, I know. No coffee. I forgot. It's out in the hall, if oh, you don't mind. No, I'll, I'll, that would help a lot. That's why well, I can do that. It's National Black Cat Day, and it's Navy Day. Um, a lot of the employees, a lot of my coworkers at Commander-in-Chief Pacific Headquarters. Well, of course, that was a joint command, so we had all branches. But uh, some that I particularly got close to were Navy folks. Uh, Dan Sinclair, who was from Minnesota. Um, Chief Betcher, who was a Navy chief. Um... I think his name was Alan Betcher. And, you know, once in a while when you're bored at night and you're watching TV, you get on the Internet and you start to see, well, can I find those guys again? There it is. Thank you. Oh, man, you're even pouring me a cup. How about I pour you one? I'll take it. Perfect. Thank you. But, um, oh, the other night... I, I remember the name of an old girlfriend, right? And <laughs> you get on the internet and you start looking up. You did? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I do this all the time. You do? I'm just curious about people because I did I shows oh. with them. <laughs> Nothing weird. I just get curious what became of their lives, you know? Okay. And she's still in showbiz. Dana Warner, except her last name's different now. Uh, She was a gal from Bexley. And, in fact, she was the best friends. Well, we all know down here, Lori Lee Schaefer, that name, right? Yes. She was Miss America in 1971, an OU student. Um, And also a showbizzer, still is. Um... Well, anyway. All right. Well, let's see. So here's my coffee. Thank you. I need this. Yes, sir. I I can pour you one of those. Oh, it's good.
2: Smells good. You need uh, smell-a-phone or smell-a-vision.
5: We have a young man living with us. I think I've told you about it. He moved in, I don't know, a month or so ago. A grad student. We've had... So many over the years, we really enjoy it. He loves coffee before he goes to bed now that's just the opposite, right it, generally, most people, the caffeine affects their sleep, yeah some somewhat, yep, yeah. but he loves the smell of coffee. he loves the taste of coffee, and he particularly loves it at night um. Good for him. Yeah. Is caffeine,
2: does that, would you drink coffee before you went to bed? No, sir. Although, I, I do. Or decaf, maybe. Okay, I. I'm not a coffee drinker. I love the smell of it. I will make coffee just to smell it. Well, he would, too. He would, too. And people say, why don't you get a coffee-scented
5: candle? It's not It's the same. not the
2: same, no. No. So.
5: Now, I I, I tell you, you asked about how does coffee affect me at night. Um, I don't take any chances. Yeah. Um, There is a a, um, Pepsi drink that is, the only thing different about it is it has no caffeine. Yeah. Um, And if uh, Coke made it also that way, I'd probably try it, but... Uh, I, th- I think they do make a yeah. caffeine-free Coke. Not that I can
2: find. Okay. I've, okay. I've seen it, so anyway. You, you, I'll you see if I can locate it
5: for prove, you. Prove that to me. All right. Okay, but um, Sugarf- I mean... It. There's
2: a sugar-free and caffeine-free yes, Coke. Yes,
5: they do. But that... I cannot deal with the taste of whatever they put in to sweeten it up oh, artificially. The, uh, aspartame? I don't know what it is. The, the artificial sweetener?
2: Yeah. Why are we it talking? It is there, this? because we talked about caffeine, and we morphed into yeah. Coke and caffeine-free.
5: Anyway, the you know, only one I've found that is absolutely normal, except no caffeine, is the Pepsi drink. Yeah, and it's only in two liters. I I don't know what. Well, yeah, I do,
2: but I can drink a Coke or tea before at night time. It doesn't bother me. You, I guess I'm one of the fortunate ones I can do that if you want to have one. Yeah, sure.
5: Later before
2: you go to bed, but doesn't seem to bother me.
5: Well, so. we have uh, fiddled away the last 25 minutes of this show. Let's, let's uh, get to work here on a free for all um, Tuesday. Tuesday. Incidentally, Thursday, um, Tom Pyle. Tom Chief Pyle. Pyle. Chief Tom Pyle. Tom Pyle will be joining us live. We had um, um, Bob Reimer (laughs) Thank you I need the help today Uh, Bob, Bob Reimer was on last Thursday the chief of our fire department all of this because this is Halloween week right yes it is and we're concerned about given the COVID situation Can we keep Court Street from being a party with carelessness in terms of social distancing and all of that?
2: I was talking to a few people speaking of, and Machine and I were discussing it this morning, that obviously without the party being sanctioned, you know, the question came up, is it going to turn into what it was prior to it being sanctioned, where people just took over the street. Came here to Athens thinking, well, the party's not on, so we'll make it a party.
5: Okay, I don't have the exact year, but I'm going to say in 1978 or 79. That's pretty
2: close, yep.
5: Earl Funk and I were named... The city decided to try it one time fully sanctioned. So, and could... And... So Earl Funk and I were the co-chairs. And there was a nice committee of other people that were involved, although I'm a little forgetful on who it was now. But we worked hard for several months in advance. We planned all sorts of things. We had things for kids. We had things for adults. We had, of course, the entertainment stuff. Uh, We had rules about where you could consume what. Um. All that sort of thing, costume judging, all of that, and it went from an estimated crowd of twenty thousand the year before that that were unauthorized but just did it to forty thousand. And yes, it was a nice event, but it scared the hell out of the the um first responders. Everybody, yeah. Fire department, police. You know, if there had been some incident um, with that degree of participation, you know, how many people might have been injured? Yeah. And all of that. So, for the next few years, immediately after that, it was not authorized in any fashion. They tried to discourage the whole thing. And, of course... Here we are today, still having it, and it's the crowd is rel- relatively well behaved. But now we've got a different thing, and that's a health issue. Yeah. So it's going to be a challenge, and I'm going to be watching it carefully. Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll be cautiously optimistic,
2: but you, you know, with things like this we've we've seen what happened with homecoming, you know, on Court Street. I mean, places were packed. The the Court Street establishments for uh kegs and eggs as they call them and you know, you just wonder if it's going to happen again for Halloween. But
5: uh you know, again, you, mean, you mean the weekend that homecoming
2: would have been should have been, yes. I didn't know that. Yeah, there were they were busy up
5: there. Lots of folks on Court Street. Huh. That day. Well, today is Tuesday. It's October 27th. This is the 301st day of the year. 65 now remain. Um, let's see. The, uh, the item they picked up as the uh, highlight in history, they say on this date in 1904, the year my dad was born, the first rapid transit subway, the IRT, was inaugurated in New York City. Other interesting points that see, in 1787, the first f- of the Federalist Papers, a series of essays calling for ratification of the United States Constitution, was published. In 1858, the 26th, what would become the 26th President of the United States, Theodore Roosevelt, was born in New York City. And we have literally dozens of things we could mention on any given date. Let's see um birthdays actor comedian John Cleese 81 Uh name a role Can you Uh who who was it again John Cleese I don't recognize that name Well he was funny C L E E S E Get your googling going there. That's what we'll do. Right I, can now. Gee, I can help you. Gee, money, Chris, you scared the daylight out Monty of me? Monty
3: Python's Flying Circus. Go away! You Fawlty scared me. Towers. <laughs> Have a good day. Thank you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Gee whiz! That scared me too. That was. I almost spilled my coffee. Yeah, that was the most I've been anxious, even more than Halloween costumes. There you go. <laughs> Anyway,
5: uh, John Cleese, 81 today. Producer-director Ivan Reitman is uh, 74. Fran Lebowitz, the author, 70. Uh, Jane Kennedy from TV, 69. Uh, actor Peter Firth is sixty-seven. Robert uh, Robert Picardo, P- Picardo, excuse me. Um, actor, sixty-seven. Patty Sheehan from uh, golf, women's golf, sixty-four. Here, here's one I don't understand. Internet news editor Matt. Drudge is 54. Okay, I, I, I Google that guy for me. D-R-U-D-G-E.
2: Okay. An internet news editor. Oh, this explains it. He's an American political commentator and creator and editor of the
5: Drudge Report. Oh, I've heard of it. Yeah, me too. I should have gotten it from the last name, Mercy. Okay. Let's see here. Kelly Osborne, actor and singer, 36. Christine Evangelista, 34. Brian Craig, 29. All of these actors and actresses. And the youngest person listed today, another actor, Troy Gentile, who's um, 27. He's the youngest. Today, they're saying um, it's going to get up to 55 degrees. Tonight, 44. Right now, we're showing 49. Um, Let's see here. We've got some real rain in store for us. I think beginning Wednesday night and continuing on through Thursday. Yeah. Remnants. Uh, In fact, even Thursday night, they have listed at 90%. But 100%, they say, all day Thursday, and they say it's going to be rather heavy, too. Yeah, Brian Hughes is saying in his forecast that we could see
2: one to two inches in this area. Remnants of uh, Hurricane Zeta moving up through this area. Just clipped Cancun. Well, it didn't clip it. It went straight through Cancun um, yesterday. In the Yucatan Peninsula Mm -hmm. and heading up through the Gulf and, you know, once again, through the areas that usually get drilled right through there and then up through the Ohio Valley area.
5: That would be us. That would be us. Historical events. In the year 312, 312, Roman Emperor Constantine the Great is said to have received his famous vision of the cross. 1962, Black Saturday. During the Cuban Missile Crisis, an American spy plane is shot down over Cuba and the Navy drops warning depth charges on Soviet submarines. 1982, China announces its population had reached 1 billion plus people. Remarkable. Um, ba-boom, ba-boom, ba-boom. 1986, British government deregulates financial markets. Did I... Uh, Suddenly I have a feeling I failed to bring in my um, COVID report. I think I did.
2: Is it easily accessible? I know where the
5: coffee is. if, If I play a commercial, yes. So I will do so. Okay. Um... All right, let's see here. Famous birthdays here. Now, James Cook, right? He lived from 1728 to 1779. History has never been my strength. Um, my wife's far better at it than I. Uh, she would probably be able to say quickly what he was best known for, but I have to rely on Scott. Captain
2: James Cook oh, was yes. a British explorer, navigator, cartographer, and captain in the British Royal Navy.
5: So, a far more recent guy. This name's so familiar for me, but again, i forgot forgotten. I think he did something wrong. John <laughs> Gotti. G-O-T-T-I. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh yeah. He, he was born in 1940, died in 2002. He was a... Gangsta.
2: Yeah. Became boss of the Gambino crime family in New York
5: City. We already mentioned Theodore Roosevelt and Patty Sheehan uh, for their birthdays being today. Uh, we have two famous deaths to um, to bring up. In both of them, uh, we don't have photographs. It's, it's like sketches because of their... Being so long ago. So Akbar, right? A-K-B-A-R, born on this date in 15... I'm sorry, born in 1542, but died in 1605 on this date. He was uh, known as
2: Akbar the Great and was the third Mughal emperor who reigned from 1556
5: to 1605. The other one is Ivan the Great. Born in 1440, died on this date in 1505.
2: I think he was uh, of Russian origin. We'll find out here. Let's see, he was a grand prince of Moscow and the grand prince of all Russians served, uh, of all Rus. Ivan served the, as the co-ruler and regent for his blind father, Vasily II, from the mid-1450s. Before he officially ascended the throne in 1462.
5: Well, folks, I'm going to run back to my desk. Uh, But we offer you these while I'm doing so.
4: Hi, this is Martina McBride. When I'm on stage performing, it takes a team of talented people from all walks of life to make the show a success. I couldn't do it without everyone's help. When we embrace diverse backgrounds and work together as one, there's no challenge or problem too big to overcome. Our strength lies in our diversity.
1: This public service message has been brought to you courtesy of the United States Air Force.
3: What do you plan on watching the Athens legend and Heisman Trophy winner Joe Burrow and the Bengals
1: play? Why not come to Brony's Bar and Grill, located at the corner of Court Street and Carpenter Street in Athens? We have 13 TVs, a great food selection including the best wings in Athens,
3: cold drinks, awesome daily specials, and a nice patio with a cool breeze. Catch Joe and the Bengals at Brony's Bar and Grill.
0: At Ohio Health, we'd like to remind you that even in the face of a pandemic, other health issues don't just go away every 40 seconds someone still has a heart attack a stroke won't just hold off until all this is over and knowing the signs and risk factors for both is as important as ever it's time to take back your health safely and like always ohio health is here to help you do it visit ohiohealth.com to find out more
3: Join Connor Mills and Joey Medore on The Sports Fan to keep you up to date on all your sports needs. Close the mic alongside Joey Medore. We got you up until 7 o'clock today. In a, in a 60-game season, you kind of have to be ready to go right away. There's no room to have an early season slump. Ah, oh, they're going to go with Gray and not Bauer in the opener? Bauer had like wow. a 40 ERA last year. Gray did a little bit better. Listen in Monday through Friday at 6.06 p.m. The Sports Fan. Presented by JK Contracting on 970 and 97.1 FM, WATH. What in the world is going on now? Find out every weekday at 8 a.m. and 7 p.m. on the World News Roundup from CBS News
1: Radio and on Classic Hits 970 and 97.1 FM WATH. This is Ken Ryan. I'm Ryan for Probate and Juvenile
0: Judge of Athens County. Since 1992, I've served Athens County in many ways. I've been a public school teacher for 12 years, government official and attorney for children, the elderly, and mentally ill.
1: I've represented 115 children in juvenile court alone. After 28 years of service in more than 1,000 cases in probate and juvenile court, I've developed a level of experience that is unmatched in this race. Cast your vote for the experience choice. Paid for I
0: by Ken Ryan for judge.
3: Since 1972, Dan Inman Electric has been providing professional solutions at fair prices. Whether it's dedicating a line for your computer, running all new electric lines, installing new lighting, air services, ductwork for distributing the best heating and cooling throughout your home, or complete HVAC system installations for the or office, Dan Inman Electric and hook you up. Consider a backup generator for those untimely Southeast Ohio power outages. Call Dan Inman Electric, 740-593-8813. That's Dan Inman Electric,
5: 740-593-8813. Thank you, Connor, and uh, all our sponsors, too, for filling in there for me. Um, I have it now. This is uh, our COVID information as of 2 o'clock yesterday. Okay, um, in Athens, we have um, now had a total of 1,281 cases. We presently have 266 that are active. Of the 266, 44 require hospitalization. Um, We've had two deaths. We've had that figure for a long time now. Uh, So at this point, we have 1,113 who have recovered. Okay? That's Athens, the county. The state of Ohio, let's move on to that. As of yesterday, at 2 o'clock, we have had a total of 200,231 cases. Just yesterday, there were 2,116 new cases added to that number, or added to make that number. We have 3,751 people in an ICU environment. Intensive care, that is. 14,484 in a non-ICU but still hospital setting. We've had 5,217 deaths in the state since this all began, which was uh, March 1st. The, um, we have 16,902 recovering at home. And then the figure that I always like to share with you is how many have recovered. 159,877. So. If you consider how many cases we've had that means 1.7 percent of our state's population has had it 1.7 percent at this point just shy of 80 percent have recovered all right now In the United States, we have had, um, first of all, there's 327,000, I'm sorry, 327 million people that live in our nation. And for the record, there's 7.8 billion people who live worldwide. But um, for for our nation, um, yes, for our nation... We have now had a total number of cases of 8,702,600. Just happened to be an even number yesterday. Now that, when you figure it against the total, is 2.66%. And the first case in the U.S. was uh, February 5th. we have had 225,158 deaths. So of those that have caught it, 2.59%. Worldwide, as I said, 7.8 billion people. The first death or the first case uh, was November nineteenth of last year, twenty nineteen. So far, we have cases totaling forty three million one hundred and eighty seven thousand one thirty four. Um. The death rate, 2.68%, or the figure of one million one hundred and fifty-five thousand six fifty-three. So that's your data. Well, there was one figure I used to use, and I haven't used it for a few days, maybe even a week or two, but I I will bring it up. It used to be that the number of cases in Athens County, if we were like the rest of the nation, uh, we were under. But no, uh, we are now uh, ever so slightly over. Well, no, it's a little more than that even now, I see. So if we were like the rest of the nation, we should have had 1,141 cases now. We have had 1,281.
0: Okay.
5: Well, every day we update it. There's about uh, four minutes left. Um, Cities in the most financial distress during COVID-19. I have a report that does that. And we are listing, let's see, how many do we have here? Uh, I guess 100 cities. Okay, so, Scott, you, you look over my shoulder, would you? Okay. We're We're pulling out, because I'm not organized here. Uh, we're trying to look for Ohio and West Virginia and Kentucky. But the city in the worst, con- uh, most financial distress during this event, COVID, Las Vegas, followed by Chicago, Houston, San Antonio, Dallas, Phoenix, Los Angeles, Austin, Texas. Now, Miami and Fort Worth come in next. Now, the first time Ohio shows up is as number 16, and it's the city of Cleveland. After that, we've got Louisville, Kentucky at 36. We have Columbus at 38. Cincinnati at 45. When I say the top 100 cities? Yeah, I think so. Toledo at 70. Okay, that's it. Of the top 100 cities, who are the least affected? Anchorage, Alaska, Madison, Wisconsin, Jersey City, New Jersey, Fremont, California, and so on. Okay, so um, lowest change in credit score, Florida, Florida, California, California, Oklahoma. Highest change in credit score, North Carolina, New York, Pennsylvania, North Carolina, New Jersey. Uh, These are all cities. So, uh, you know, where, where my wife is right now, Irvine, California, is the fourth lowest change in credit score as effect of of COVID. Uh, share of people with accounts in distress. Las Vegas, number one. In fact, it's a four-way tie. Las Vegas, Laredo, Reno, and North Las Vegas. Coming in fifth, um, Austin. You know, you know how I love to tease Austin. Oh, yeah. But I shouldn't on this case. Okay, uh, with the least stress. Is that right? Accounts in distress. Lowest. Yes, lowest change. Houston, Hyalaya, Florida, Miami, Florida, Honolulu, Hawaii, Lawn Beach, California. We have about 30 seconds remaining here before CBS News. Um I think I think that's as far as we should go today. So folks, we want you to enjoy the day. It's going to be cloudy for the most part, but it's also going to be reasonably dry. But that's going to change in the next uh, 48 hours, uh, after we get past darkness, I think we're going to get drenched. Have a wonderful day.
3: In our 70th year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H-F-N's. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage.
0: I'm... Last early ballots will go to the polls. President Trump will hold rallies in Michigan, Wisconsin, and Nebraska today. Correspondent Ed
1: O'Keefe on his challenger's agenda. Biden is headed to Georgia today. His campaign says it's for a speech on this topic of national unity. He'll speak from Warm Springs, Georgia, the home of FDR's Little White House. The campaign says the country's facing Roosevelt-sized economic problems, and that part of the way to solve them is to bring the country together. But the fact that Biden's campaigning in the state at all is a signal the Democrats believe they can win the peach state for the first
0: time since 1992. President Trump hosted a White House swearing-in for his Supreme Court pick, Amy Coney Barrett, last night. CBS's Weijia Zhang. The president hopes securing Barrett will help him at the polls since she provides conservatives a 6-3 majority. In a matter of months, the justices will issue a ruling on Obamacare and possibly even the outcome of the presidential election. Barrett will be seated today after a second private swearing in. Just in from New York, a federal judge has rejected the administration's request to drop the president's name as a defendant in a defamation suit by a writer who claims he raped her at a department store in the 1990s. The Justice Department argued the United States and by extension taxpayers should have been named since Mr. Trump is president now. Police in Philadelphia say at least 30 officers were injured during protests after the police shooting death of a black man with a knife. CBS's Tariqa.
1: Police say they received a call about a man with a knife.
0: Officers arrive and confront 27-year-old Walter Wallace Jr. with guns drawn. Wallace's mother is seen grabbing her son in an effort to intervene, but he breaks away, heading in the direction of the police. (laughs) Wallace's mother rushes to his son. Wallace was hit in the shoulder and chest. It's unclear how many shots were fired, but video from the aftermath shows at least 13 evidence markers. Another police shooting that sparked outrage, Brianna Taylor's in Louisville. No officers were charged in direct connection with her death. CBS This Morning's Gail King spoke exclusively with two of the jurors. Can I ask you what you both think of the police uh, behavior and actions that night?
1: negligent. They couldn't even provide a risk assessment and it sounded like they hadn't done one. So their organization leading up to this was lacking. Number two?
5: They were criminal leading up to this. The way they moved forward on it, including the warrant,